Hey everyone, this is Bryce with Jax47, and today we are speaking with Lauren Brooks of Hello Cheetah Productions. Lauren actually filmed a video for my last business, Duck Daddy Ranch, and so we already know each other. We met about five years ago, and I'd like to introduce her and talk a little bit about what she does. Um, Lauren, you are a videographer, is that correct? But you also do photography? That's right. Uh, yeah, most of what we do is videography, uh, cinematography, definitely focusing on weddings, small businesses. We do do photography um, in-house and studio, though. Enjoy doing that. Okay, great. And I always want to know what sparked your interest in videography or pursuing this as a career? Well, I went to school for audio engineering and so my brain has always been kind of focused on these tedious details of making art and recording art. Uh, I always loved the magic of being in um, an audio studio and hearing bands and vocalists, you know, create this magic and hitting that record button and keeping it forever was something that made me feel empowered to share their musical stories. And so as I came out of audio engineering school, I started working with some live sound and lighting within the religious world. And I was definitely missing that part of hitting the record button, capturing magic and sharing it with the world. And so I had a friend um, who was a wedding photographer and uh, I was using some video cameras anyways to share some stories within a church I was working in. And so she just said, why don't you hop along with me for a wedding, see what it's like. And I reluctantly agreed uh, <laughs> because I've never been one to uh, want to be a part of a fast paced environment. I definitely like slow pace. I like connecting with people. And um, so I filmed my first wedding for free. And then I decided to film another wedding for free. And then I did another wedding for free. <laughs> And um, from there on out, I just fell in love with um, sharing good stories that people needed to hear. There's so much uh, rough and tumble out there and negativity. And I feel like sharing wedding videos is one of those things that puts a little bit of love and positivity back into the world. Definitely. And I like the idea of the story. So instead of just having a video, maybe montage, you know, of the wedding, do you feel like you communicate? Do you really take the time to figure out the couple's story and kind of weave that in with the video? Or how, you know, how do you get inspired to develop those final videos? Yeah, a wedding video is same plot, same story, different characters. Mm. So the idea is getting to know your characters, getting to know what makes them different than the last story. You know, it's kind of like, scooby-doo you know at the end he's always gonna <laughs> pull off the cap and we're gonna see who it is yep. but what happens in between is different um music is a huge part of that i feel like of sharing the story and um i feel like that's what makes hello cheetah productions a videography company and not photographers who switch to video and hit record it's it's the storytelling aspect of it and it's the specialization of it in our world. And, um, you know, just figuring out 
what makes that character tick and then feeling that throughout the day I really feel like every wedding has a particular heartbeat to it. Mm. And once you find that heartbeat and that rhythm, you can then sync it up with how to tell their story. Is it going to be fast paced in the beginning and then we slow it down? Is it going to start off slow and sweet? Are we going to start with an introduction? Are we going to start with, you know, a party? It's and so um, every way that we present it is different, and I find that just especially just in, endearing to be able to find out what people makes people tick and then seeing themselves on the screen when they see that and they're like, that was it. That's how my day felt. Um, that just oh, rocked the world. So matching up the emotion of the day with the final product of the video seems like you do a really good job of that. Is that correct? And that's kind of the focus. Is that right? That is the focus. And that is the goal when I approach a wedding day film is how does this feel? How is this going to feel to the couple? Um, And that just starts every, I think it starts with the music definitely. And that's where it plays into my background a bit, but it is, it's that it's the feeling Mm -hmm. and Um, And that's what makes it different than photos too. Like you said, like a photo montage Mm -hmm. is uh, the pacing, the breaths, the transitions. Yeah, Definitely. Well, so let's talk about the music then. Do you, do you play the music? (laughs) Do you record the music yourself? Do you have friends that do it? Do you buy it online? Like I just have no idea where to start with music for videos. Yeah, that that would be a dream of mine to create my own music for wedding <laughs> films. I, I wish I had the time for that. Maybe if I didn't sleep, but um, so we license all of our music with a couple of different sites that support local artists. Um, so these are not songs that you would hear on the radio or anything like that. These are songs that artists just like me who work really hard to create something for the world and they just need some people to pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I spend days looking at music and listening to music and feel, you know, walk around and write down things that I liked and, you know, how it made me feel again. And uh, so we do license all of our music because I believe that is super important to support those um, artists and engineers and producers that made that happen. Mm, Definitely. So you talked a little bit about the music part let's let's go back and kind of you know start like let's go back to the beginning of the client relationship so let's say they get referred to you or they find you online from that point on what does the process look like do they meet do you meet with them in person do you set up a phone call do they come to the studio what's that beginning stage look like so when the client inquires with me um i will try to send back a video message that says hey i'm lauren Mm -hmm. and this is and i try to just put my vibes out uh so if they are like this girl is weird (laughs) (laughs) you find out really early on right you want to make sure that you don't waste too much time no i get that exactly um and um and then they will proceed to go to my website fill out a contact form and it goes straight to our client management soft, our software online. It's called HoneyBook. And 
um, send them an online brochure. And it has some notes from me on there. And then we follow up with them. And after that, I'd like to do a FaceTime session, uh, dream a little bit with them, see if they're really, truly passionate about this film or if it's just they feel like they should do it just for kicks and giggles, mm. whether their parents are making them do it. But usually the couples that get to me with a FaceTime session are like, we are on board. This is something we want to invest in. Um, from there, uh, we typically will uh, continue to FaceTime if it's across the country or if it's, you know, just right up the road, then we'll meet for coffee at a local coffee shop or at the studio. Uh, just continue to get to know them. I like to send them questionnaires. Uh, we, we will become friends on social media. I like to see what they're doing, what they like to do, just even leaving little comments that, you know, can keep us in contact and they know that I'm with them, that I'm, I'm literally weaving their story from the moment that we meet. Yeah. So then day of wedding slash event, what is, do you show up at 6 a.m.? Do you show up at 9? Does it, does it change on every wedding? I will show up, uh, let's just say I'm, I'm supposed to be there at 1 p.m. I will show up there usually an hour earlier um, because if it's a good time to fly the drone. But I never walk into a bridal room uh, with my equipment in my hand. Um, typically, as videographers, we have intimidating equipment uh, like monopods or gimbals with mics on them and you know I've got my backpack and you know mm -hmm. I don't walk into the bridal suit with those things I walk in with a cup of coffee in my hand um, and I say hello and I want to just go ahead and create that environment that's like you know I'm here for you during this day and it also allows the bridal party to be able to see me first and not my equipment first um, and just to say like, Hey, I'm Lauren, I'm going to be carrying around some equipment today, but I just want to let you guys know I'm here for you. If you need anything, give me a chance to hug the bride and, you know, to make that touch with her at the beginning of the day. But I want to start filming when eyelashes go on, you know, <laughs> hair's mostly curled, uh, because who really wants to see themselves in a wedding film without those things? Like <laughs> she's the bride. She wants to look bomb, you know, like oh, it yeah. comes right out, you know, I woke up like this in her wedding film. So that's, that's, that's when I tell him like, I'll show up when you feel like your eyelashes are on and you feel, you feel like, you know, your best self start to feel like your best self. And do you typically stay until the send off? Absolutely. Um, if the couples don't book us until the send off, I do encourage some sort of exit um, just for storytelling. It makes sense. And then, um, but I, I like to stay until the couple feels like the party is going to be over. Mm -hmm. um, and cause a lot of times, even after the fake send off is when they have those genuine moments with their friends and family. Like they might do like some crazy dance or they're, you know, throw Uncle Bob in the air or something like that. <laughs> <Jumps> <laughs> like, in the pool, you know. It's like once that fake exit's over is typically when they're like, yeah, let's party, you know, let's be our true authentic selves. And so um, I just, that just comes from getting to know the couple and what their vibes are. Yeah. So who is your ideal couple? 
I, you know, it's taken me a long time to nail that down uh, because I think there is an ideal ideal couple and I think that there is a ideal client um, as far as like someone that you feel like is represents your the majority of your area and who's who is um getting married around you in your specific town and county and state um but my ideal couple is one with a little bit of grit a little Mm -hmm. bit of um backstory maybe they've known each other for a long time and they know each other in and out they can you know they know what makes their couple makes each other tick and they know what each other's favorites are um but the i mean i think that anything anybody that appreciates art that appreciates negative space that appreciates um what do you mean by negative space yeah like i guess negative space and art meaning like there's a focal point and then there's this time and then there's this white space so to speak so i feel like my couples understand that that things don't have to go at a fast pace constantly Okay. You know, you can have these moments in time or in art and then everything else can sort of center around that, um, that, you know, the things that matter, matter the most. And, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's step back a little bit, talk about your business in general. Um, what is your most favorite aspect of the process and then what's the most challenging thing about your business in its entirety my favorite part about the process is being a fly on the wall during the wedding Uh, photographers are generally out there in front they are you know telling uncle bob where to stand and we are just standing back and we are observing and capturing and especially during like portrait sessions you know the photographer's posing i'm posing but my favorite clips are the ones that after the photographers have posed them and then they're like checking settings or checking and i'm looking at the couple and they're just having this moment like that is that is my favorite and it's like that is when i'm like this is why i do what i do is because they would have never gotten that moment captured to show their grandkids you know if I wasn't there and I I feel like that's so special challenging is definitely like just you know charging (laughs) like I'm like I wish I could do this for free like I really do and I think uh presenting that and you know girl gotta eat and um so I think talking money with clients is definitely the biggest challenge for me because you know I'm like I wish I could do this for free. I love this so much. But there is a a cost to it. Yes. <laughs> there is a I, there's I think, a value to it, yes. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna have that for the rest of their life. And mm-hmm. I love the idea of calling it an investment because you know, if you don't spend if you want video and you don't spend money on a good videographer, you might get something that's just kind of patchworked and not great. Um, so I, I totally get it. I, I'll probably have video at my, definitely have video at my wedding whenever that yes. happens. <laughs> yeah. So, so you live in 
Asheboro, North Carolina, which is south of Greensboro, about 30 minutes, kind of in the central part of the state. And that's where we met because I used to live in Seagrove, which is about 30 minutes from Asheboro. Now, you mentioned uh, de- a little bit of destination weddings. Do you mostly do local stuff in the triad? Um, or do you, or are you going all the way around North Carolina? Tell us a little more about your scope and where you do the most weddings. I actually rarely book weddings in my town or around my town. Uh, we do a lot of Charlotte, Raleigh, uh, the coast. Um, we've done some destination weddings, but uh, just because I feel like uh, I don't really fit in with a lot of the demographics of you know the typical bride in my town Mm -hmm. just because I do consider our brand a little bit grittier and edgier um than our town and I I think that our town has a little bit harder time understanding (laughs) artists and things that are a little bit more forward thinking, you know, um, so, and which I do think that videography is a little bit more forward thinking for especially more rural areas. Um, so it, cause it's a little bit different than, you know, the way mom and pop did it. It's not a camcorder on a tripod and it's, it, that's it's, what I think of yeah. wedding video is just a, yeah. like way in the back, of an old VHS camcorder. I love it. And that's not you. You're not, you move around, right? You don't stay in one spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have, we have gimbals and drones and we, we are moving. Um, the only time we take out a tripod is for that ceremony time, but. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you, what do you do? What do you like about Asheboro and Randolph County? What I like about Asheboro is I can associate it with that distant relative that wears the Hawaiian shirts to every event that you've ever done. Like you can, you can put it in a box. You can say, this is my town and this is the way that it is. And it's always going to be that way. And in a sense, that's kind of comforting. Like you can always expect that relative or that, you know, in my town to act a certain way, you know, it's like, that's, you know, that's that person, that's that town. And, uh, it's not volatile, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ashboro's not, they're not going nuts on anything, right? They're fairly consistent and I get that it's, it's reliable, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can predict how it's going to act and how it's going to, the decision it's going to make. And the fact that it's going to kind of, um, disagree with, with you, if you disagree with it, and I, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I lived there for a couple of years, so I get it. Um, but I, I remember the last time I went to Ashboro, I actually left my wallet back at my Seagrove property, which was only thirty minutes away, but still a haul. And the cashier was like, I, I had all these quarters, you know, I had like dimes and stuff for my truck. And she was like, oh, no, don't worry about that, sweetheart. Like, I'll take care of it. And, you know, I was just reminded, like, oh, this is a small, nice town that appreciates that Southern hospitality. True. Because up in Asheville, 
they'd probably look at me and say, no, buddy, you got to, <laughs> you got to pay for your drink here. <laughs> so yes, there is something to be said about that. Um, for sure. For sure. So, so you've done, uh, how many weddings have you done? Do you have a, do you have that number memorized or no? No, I don't have that number memorized, but I mean, we've been in business five years and okay. so, um, and then we've averaged about 20 weddings a year. So okay. Okay. Well, do you have any crazy wedding stories or anything that you would love to share with our audience? Oh my word. Um, <laughs> I, I do, you know, but I, I definitely don't want to share too much. But <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but it has been, uh, I've gotten burnt by sparklers multiple times. That is, oh, that's pretty, you know, cause you're right in the middle of all that and people have been drinking. So that's definitely typical on, you know, grooms. I've driven grooms home after they've drank too much and, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. We've done a lot of that. And so, uh, I mean, it all centers around the party time for sure. And yeah, uh, yeah, but that's, yeah, no, I, that's enough. I think, um, gotta watch out for those sparklers. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that trend is waning right now? Do you think it's going away? I think vendors mostly are the ones dying for that trend to go away. <laughs> uh, but it does provide some good light, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen vendors try to get creative, especially planners. Like, hey, let's try this. Let's try this. Um, what I'm digging right now is the biodegradable confetti when the couple mm. is announced uh, during their ceremony, especially if it's an outdoor ceremony. Like, I think that is so fun for the uh, audience to be able to participate in that moment. And I think it gives a little bit of nostalgia to you know, when weddings used to be, you'd get married in a church and you'd come out and you'd throw a bird seed and then you'd cut a cake, you know? So I think it gives, especially that older generation, that, that feeling that leaves before your sparkler ex said that they are celebrating you. So I do, um, love, yeah. Right after this, when the ceremony, when they pronounce the couple and they're, you know, and they're recessing out that it's, um, throwing the confetti or the lavender bird seed or whatever. I didn't even think about that because I'm usually not at the ceremony site uh, with our mobile bar. I'm usually, you know, at the reception site and they're usually about anywhere from a hundred to 300 feet away from each other. So that's a good point because I notice over the time of the reception, the old people leave, the people with kids leave, people who have to drive far, you know, head out early. They don't stay till the very last moment. So that's a good point to make for couples that are planning their wedding right now is that maybe having a little send off you know a celebratory send off after the ceremony could provide everyone with that that feeling of completion shall we say or uh, you know that they did the rite of passage and there's something visual happening to that so that's a good point i'd like to i'd like to learn you know more about what other people have done. Uh, you said there's organic confetti that someone yeah, did once? Biodegradable, biodegradable. confetti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is always good, especially if you're outdoors. I mean, you've got, you've got to do that almost. That way if it, yeah. if it rains, it just disintegrates. And okay. so you can get the colorful kind, you can get a more glittery kind. And uh, yeah, dried lavender is cool. Um, they, I think most people frown on rice. 
at this point, but yeah. well, yeah. we got to eat that now in our yeah. quarantine <laughs> lives. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to save that to pair at the beans. Yeah. So, what's in the future works for Hello Cheetah Productions? Do you are you, do you plan on hiring anyone? Are you trying to develop a new market? What's going on with the future of, for your business? Right now, uh, we are focusing on this year being the best videographers we absolutely can um, and, you know, continuing to provide an awesome storytelling product. Uh, I would love to be able to expand into tapping into local musicians um, and giving them the opportunities to meet couples and to maybe write a song for them that they could use in their wedding film or as a first dance. I think um, I've always been passionate. Um, I've, you know, my Strengths Finder book, I'm all about Enneagram, Strengths Finder, Myers Briggs, whatever, is connectedness. I love connecting people, connecting things, and giving them resources. So I think connecting a local musician to a couple would be um, magical for me. I love that <laughs> idea. So you're talking about that musician creating writing a song for that couple based on their story or yeah, yeah. that's that's awesome idea i love that because they would give the the musician the opportunity to have a literal music video that they could share um you know they could open that up for licensing and then also the couple would get this song that was all all about them and what they have experienced together um yeah, I just eat that stuff up, you know? And yeah, <laughs> then um, also uh, my second shooter right now that second shoots me all the time is actually the photographer for my wedding. Um, and so she is an incredible graphic designer and she just has this gift for creative brainstorming. And I think that she needs to do that for people. And so we have talked about um, starting an offshoot of Hello Cheetah to where we would do life, help people with lifestyle and branding. They could come into the studio, get an amazing new headshot, sit down, talk about their brand. You know, we got graphic designing and uh, we could do an introductory video for them and just kind of help them refresh their brand. And so um, I think that that could be something in the works in the next five years, a uh, way to utilize the studio in a great way. And I've always had, um, it's definitely one of my core values is to empower women and in the tech world and in these areas that maybe they're um, not quite as seen, you know? And so I think that that would allow me to be able to tap into that core value to provide that for women owned businesses to help them brainstorm in a creative way that's uh, that how they can excel in their businesses within their particular area. Mm, yeah. I love that. I think, that's a great idea because you've got that studio space already. So leverage it as much as possible, right? It's an asset. Mm -hmm. Last question. Where did you come up or how did you come up with the name? Hello Cheetah. Production? <laughs> so this is, I hope this is not triggering for, for people, especially with Tiger King out, you know, I like, <laughs> I do not want to be associated with Carol Baskins, but <laughs> um, <gasps> 
so when I was a kid, you know, kids are obsessed with things like dinosaurs or, you know, whatever. Mine was uh, cheetahs and big cats. And so they would be like, I'd go to the library. I'd be like, I know what book I'm getting. It was like, you know, the big encyclopedia, big cats. But cheetahs were the best. And uh, in the fourth grade, I begged my mom to let me change my name to Cheetah. I begged her. And she no said way. no. She said no. <laughs> and so but like all my friends growing up and the ones I'm still friends with they call me cheetah and uh my teachers let me put cheetah on my papers and I would put a, on my c I would do a little ear on the c and <laughs> cheetah so you so cute and so when I get and oh there's a picture of me in the yearbook in like the fifth grade and I'm just like decked out in cheetah print head to toe so it's definitely you know <laughs> It stuck, and um, just my friend saying, "Hey, Cheetah, you know what's up?" And that's just, and I also hello, a couple, Cheetah. yeah, hello, Cheetah. A couple women-owned businesses that I love: uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine, uh, Zoe Deschanel's Hello Giggles. So it kind of was a nod to these uh, women businesses in production that are already paving the way. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So if someone wants to hire you, Lauren, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Do you have a website? Do you have Instagram? Yeah, so they can head to hellocheetah.com if they're ready to get down to business, fill out a contact form, view some of our portfolio. Um, but I would recommend following us on Instagram, getting to know us, just like how we'd like to get to know you. It's hello.cheetah. And uh, post a lot about my dog and coffee on there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also the first place that you'll see new wedding films. Well, that's great. Lauren, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you coming on and hope to connect with you soon in person. Yes. Back when I'm in Randolph County. Yeah. <laughs> Rooting for you. Oh yeah. All right, Lauren, take care. Have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. You too.